Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. If you have a desire to live a life that is more than what you are currently experiencing, if you feel stuck, are experiencing health concerns, or are curious about ways to improve your life, this show will give you new perspectives and steps to change your life. Today we're talking about anxiety, depression, and SAD. You know, the pace of our day-to-day lives feels as if it increases on a daily basis, and this process makes it increasingly challenging to relax and to come from a place of calm and peace. It becomes our way of life if we're not careful. In this state, anxiety can be experienced in growing frequencies. Depression can be a short detour off this road. Today we're going to be taking a look at both, and also at SAD, which affects large numbers of people worldwide. Anxiety, we all know what that feels like, and can most likely describe what happens in our bodies when we feel this feeling coming up, right? How does it present itself to you personally? Do you experience an increase in your heart rate? Sweaty palms? Is your stomach somehow affected? Just what is anxiety, anyway? We talk about it as the distress or uneasiness of mind caused by a fear of danger or a misfortune. You know, in past shows, we've talked a lot about stress and how stress infiltrates every other issue that we have as humans. And that definition sounds a lot like our definition of stress, which is the perception of a physical or psychological threat and the perception that the individual's responses are inadequate to cope with that threat. And we know that, you know, anxiety, what we worry about, those aren't always reality either. We worry about a lot of things that just aren't going to ever happen. Some synonyms for anxiety, I find uh, them to be interesting. One is fear, foreboding, worry, disquieted, apprehensive. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Do you have a designated worrier in your family? Doesn't everyone have a thing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mine, in my family of origin, it was my mother. She was not ever a happy person, but she was least happy when she wasn't worrying. And when all else failed, she would turn on the weather channel and worry about everybody's weather all over the planet. And she'd call you if you were in line for something that she could see. You know, Michelle, there's normal anxiety, and we need that in our lives because it helps us keep deadlines pay the bills on time, you know, and fulfill those daily obligations. But when is it too much? You know, what shows up in our body when that anxiety gets to be too much? So part of that is if you frequently feel tense, excessive and persistent worry about everyday situations, not necessarily the weather, although we have that option nowadays, Or if you have repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety or fear, if these feelings can reach an intense peak in minutes, just like, you know, just like that. And those are called panic attacks, and they can actually mimic heart attacks. They can be that intense. Very severe. And very quick, right? Mm -hmm. And if these feelings are starting to interfere with your living a normal life, or if you begin to find that they're difficult to control, yeah, I'd say in general, if it interferes with your daily functioning, then it's sort of taken over and rooted itself as a disorder versus just an emotion that you're experiencing. Right, because anyone can experience moments of anxiety, but we can usually calm ourselves down. Symptoms may start as early as childhood or your teenage years, if you, you know, and then continue into adulthood. Let's talk a little bit about some symptoms 
of anxiety, we've talked a little bit about feeling nervous. There's restlessness. Feeling fatigued. Yes, or tense. You just find your... I know for some people that I... There was a woman I used to work with, and when she would get anxious, her shoulders would start rising up to her ears, and you'd have to just... Like, what happened to your neck? (laughs) Put your shoulders down, take a breath, you know? There also can be a feeling um, of impending danger or gloom, doom, panic. Losing sleep or having your sleep patterns disrupted. Yes. Or beginning to have an unrealistic view of problems, that everything is something major. Not everything is. And when those things come up, and the doom and gloom as well, it tends to perpetuate itself. Yes. So it's really challenging to get, to get out of. Uh, what I found really interesting is that, so the Western side of medicine looks at anxiety as being rooted in worry and fear, just mm-hmm. like we've talked about. And studies um, in neuropsychopharmacology, say that fast three times. Not on um, your life. <laughs> show, <laughs> show that fear and anxiety and anxiety operate through the same pathways in the brain. However, fear triggers like the stress response mm-hmm. and your body can adjust to it to calm itself down. However, anxiety actually both primes the stress response and stops it at the same time. So you get into the stress. However, it also stops your body from going into the area where you can calm down from it so you maintain it and so when we talk about that chronic stress and those ongoing things and the similarities with anxiety part of it is for that reason because your brain no longer has control or understands how to emit the chemicals that help you to calm down from it and these are some of the issues that arise with medications for this and we'll talk about those coming up too a lot of times what we feel too is increased heart rate we talked about that irritability hyperventilation the more anxious we are the you know the harder we find it to breathe and breathe normally which is also a way that we can control our breath work control the you know and get us calm again and in this you know, example, it can't. Muscle tension. Startle easily. Now, that's something, too, the startle response. Mm-hmm. Headaches, sweating, trembling. Difficulty concentrating except for what you're worrying about. That is a cycle that just keeps on going. You may even become nauseated. Yeah, there's a lot of abdominal symptoms that people will experience during anxiety. Frequent bathroom trips or gastrointestinal issues, right? And the urge to avoid at all, you know, costs the possible triggers to your anxiety. And for some people, that tends to feel like everything. (laughs) You sort of have to take yourself out of life in order to deal with just how you're feeling. Yeah. So there's possible causes for anxiety or anxiety disorders. There are genetic issues, brain chemistry issues, environmental factors. So for genetics, there's some research that shows or suggests that family history plays a part in the likelihood that one may develop this. But really, we're talking nature versus nurture here. Not always do you have to develop something that someone in your family has. Now, otherwise, it would mean if you're raised with someone who is a constant warrior, would you be prone to that? I was raised by one. And I am not that. You know, so it, it just depends. And then we got, we have brain chemistry. So the nerve cells connections depend on chemicals called neurotransmitters that transmit information from one cell to another. And if the pathways that connect particular brain regions do not run efficiently because those chemicals are out of whack, too high, too low, or being stopped somewhere in the process, problems related to moods or anxiety can result. Environmental factors, this this is huge, and there's so a large area of this, but stressful events such as abuse, death of a loved one, changing jobs, divorce, moving, and so on, are things that happen in the outside, you know, outside of our physical bodies. The top 10 stressors <laughs> look a lot like the top anxiety, causes of anxiety. So, And then that can also lead to depression. So, for instance, divorce is one. A death in the family. Illness. Getting married. Unemployment. 
retirement, a new baby, change in financial, financial status, a career change, or moving. So we hope you're beginning to see the connections here, that there's a real connection between stress and everything else that happens in your life. We've stated so many times in so many different shows that stress will amp up any pain or illness and actually cause it, that up to 95% of all hospital visits or clinic visits are caused by stress. This is another example of what happens to us when we are not dealing with our stress well. It perpetuates the cycles of imbalance in all areas of our life, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And if we don't address any of those or let some of them slide, we find all these symptoms popping up in different spaces. We do. There are other contributing factors that may increase anxiety, such as a trauma in your life or stress due to chronic illness. We mentioned that, but chronic illness, you know, it's one thing to become ill and that can cause anxiety, but when it's chronic, it just amps it up. And then there's the caretakers for the people with chronic illness. They also are affected. They are. I, I did that role for many years and I can attest to that. In the next segment, we're going to be talking a little bit more about factors that contribute to anxiety, and we'll keep moving with that. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. For more information or to schedule an appointment at our clinic or register for a program, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find our podcasts on our website, AM 950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be right back. We will heal this Hi, this is Connie Bjork from Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'd like to tell you how interpersonal guided imagery therapy can heal you from physical and emotional pain in a deeper way without medication. It's the perfect type of healing from pain, fear, anxiety, and issues that just don't seem to have a resolution. Interpersonal guided imagery therapy at Awakened Living helps identify and heal limiting beliefs that hold us back. It allows instant access to deeply hidden issues such as fear, phobias, anger, identity, and power struggles. It's even been used to successfully treat PTSD. When using interpersonal guided imagery therapy both before and after surgery, patients used one-third less pain medication, had fewer falls, and experienced shorter hospital stays. A Weekend Living's interpersonal guided imagery therapy works wonderfully in helping with emotional resiliency and coping abilities, producing actual changes in the biochemistry of the body. Schedule an appointment with me today and get started towards healing. Call 952-452- 8583 or visit awakenslivinginfusion.com. Chances are after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some black streaks too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. Blue Sky's safe soft wash method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house, roof, and siding clean starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home clean for only $447. Then mention AM950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447. Many people feel a deep void in their lives, as though something is missing, something that's not material in nature. The answers can be found with spiritual or soul coaching. Connie Bjork at Awaken Living takes you through a process which nourishes the deepest part of you, your spirit or soul. Learning more about this important aspect can help you move through your life with greater enrichment and joy. It doesn't deal with religion. Instead, it's about you and your connection to your higher power by whatever name you connect with. Connie at Awaken Living will help you explore your beliefs, both those that you were given as a child and those you've developed throughout your life in a safe environment. Internal conflict and confusion can arise when they don't seem to match up. Spiritual coaching with Connie at Awaken Living will heal you in ways you've never dreamed possible. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Just for me, let the petals of a rose bloom. 
Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about anxiety, depression, and sad. And before the break, we were talking about factors that contribute in the increase of anxiety in our life. We talked about trauma and stress due to chronic illness. And we just got done talking a little bit about also the caretaker's role in that, that they experience a lot of stress and anxiety. Also, anxiety can build when people do not have stress coping skills, when they haven't been taught them, or it gets to the point where their mind isn't able to calm down enough for them to engage in something that will calm their anxiety. There's personality types and the presence of other mental health disorders. When there's something else going on, anxiety will ramp up. Those who use drugs or alcohol, yeah, that produces anxiety because there's a lot of, you know, guilt, shame, blame. That's all kinds of things that are in, entrenched in that also. Stress at work. Stress in a marriage or a significant relationship can produce a lot of anxiety. A lot. It can also be a side effect of medication, and we're going to be talking about that today, too. Some of the things that you can experience when you are prescribed medications for some of these. Lack of oxygen and altitude sickness, for instance, can produce anxiety. There's been a lot of news lately about people trying to climb Mount Everest, and it's gotten to be such a big deal that people can't move, and they're spending, expending, spending extended periods of time up there, and they lose that oxygen and some of them are even dying so there's a lot of anxiety on the mountain right now <laughs> and a symptom of a medical issue we're going to talk about that too one of the things that we just talked about was personality type and during many of our shows we've talked about the five elements in Chinese medicine and how these elemental personality types experience life in different ways Michelle are there certain personality types in the five elements that are more prone to anxiety you would think that would be sort of be a cut and dried area. Uh, however, it's really not. And simply because of all the, our lives are a complex tapestry of experiences and characteristics and everybody's a mixture of elements. Mm -hmm. And so no one is impervious to any emotional or mental experience. Uh, I would say I've seen in clinical experience that there are elements that tend to gravitate a certain direction if they're going to have one or the other. or And there's actually a few of them that tend to have both um, instead of just one or the other. And so I've seen clinically that more earth types tend to have anxiety. And those are the caregivers. They're really, they have a lot of buy-in to people's lives and wanting the highest good for someone else and really doing all they can to support that and sometimes forgetting about their own needs along the way. Uh, however, in doing that, if you're not keeping those things in balance, right, what are you going to do? You're going to worry about every single person you come into contact with. Are they doing what they need to do what can I do for them you know oh that they, they made that choice and I'm not so sure that was the best choice for them right we really get involved um, or earth types at least have a tendency more so to get involved with everybody else's lives and the outcomes of what those are and so that can create a lot more anxiety for them um, depression also could affect if they were tending again towards other people's needs over their own and then realizing like uh, what do I have where am I who's going to take care of me and so they too you know could have either experience um, metal fire and water are elements that in my experience more likely have both together and uh, not that they can't have one or the other just like I said everybody can uh, fire 
element is associated with the heart, and joy is the main emotion of that. However, all emotions stem from the heart. And so when you have people that are go, 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 and feeling like they need to get everything done, um, disruptions can really cause them anxiety because they're not getting that whole to-do list or being out in the world the way they want to do, and so can be affected in that manner. Uh, and then feeling a little down when they don't get to do everything they want to do or get to do it their way or <laughs> um, connect and be in the world the way they want to do and that can kind of dampen their fire a little bit too so uh, metal in Chinese medicine is associated with grief that's sort of self-explanatory explanatory <laughs> oh, I'm really tripping today here um, in when we talk about sadness or d depression and so uh there's not really a lot you need to say about that other than understanding the difference between depression and grief, which I think we will probably cover here in just a couple minutes. Um, but metal elements are like a big antenna for feeling and they're impacted by all the energy around them. And so if their protective mechanisms reach up to either block things out, they shut down, or if they just try to experience it but don't really know what to do with it, that creates the anxiety. And then you could have they're trying to do some of each of that in different areas of their life and, and so you get the mixture of both and then there's the water element water is associated in general with fear and so we go back to that anxiety component because fear you know just perpetuates those thought processes of, of worry and the what ifs and what could happen and water elements are super deep emotionally and so if they get into that abyss of not knowing what to do with all of those emotions that can be a very very depressive state for them as well and then there's the wood element and they tend more towards depression than anxiety um, in general. They're the go-getters. They have a lot of energy. They like to push through things. They like to create things in the world, bring in new experiences. Um, however, when things, they, they bite off more than they can chew or, or things become unmanageable and they're not seeing the fruition of their efforts, it can really bring them down. And that would be sort of like they go into the dark just as if a plant that doesn't get enough sun that starts to weep a bit and so always remembering that keeping balance in life is really important especially from a Chinese medical aspect in all aspects um, so whether that's thinking about things in moderation or taking the middle path however that might be but really nourishing and not overextending ourselves in, in any area of life can keep us in a better emotional balance and I think too keeping a balance in between the giving and receiving in your life both need to be of equal parts. Yeah, many times we're often told that giving is more important mm -hmm. and not realizing the benefit of what you get out of the receiving portion of it. Yes, and in order for someone to give, someone has to be on the receiving end. Yes. So when we do allow others to give to us, we are giving them a gift also because both are needed. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, please check out our website at awakenlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us today on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. The infrared sauna at Awaken Living not only helps you get out of the cold, but also improves your health. This is not your typical sauna experience. The far infrared heats your body internally, causing you to sweat profusely over your entire body, yet has no odor. Because the far infrared sauna at Awaken Living doesn't use moisture, you will experience no trouble breathing, which can be typical in traditional saunas. The far infrared sauna at Awaken Living improves circulation, which translates into improved oxygen flow, muscle relaxation to reduce pain, increased healing time, faster muscle recovery time, and decreased inflammation. According to the Mayo Clinic, several studies looked at using far infrared saunas in the treatment of problems such as high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, and rheumatoid arthritis. They found promising results and no adverse side effects. So come to Awaken Living and try their far infrared sauna. It will improve your vitality and help relax your muscles, body, and mind. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Stress. 
It's something you experience every day and something you could use a whole lot less of. Stress can not only make you feel frustrated and irritable, it can also cause aches, pains, and fatigue. The Biomat at Awakened Living can make you feel better. The Biomat is a medical-grade, infrared, full-body heating mat used in healing practices all over the world. The Biomat at Awakened Living heats your body through infrared rays, which raises the internal temperature of your body, acting much like when your body has a fever to rid your body of viruses and bacteria. It is a wonderful tool to use for relaxation and as a preventative method for achieving optimal health. The Awakened Living Biomat offers a deep relaxation effect, and as you step away from a treatment, you feel relaxed, calm, and ready to enjoy a more stress-free body. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. And once again, that number is 952-452-8583. Or by visiting awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Hi, this is Michelle Kitzmiller from the Awakened Living Infusion radio show, and I'd like to tell you about the healing powers of traditional Chinese medicine. The medicine includes acupuncture, herbal medicine, twina, qigong, and nutritional therapy. It's a highly individualized, safe, and effective system of integrative medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine at Awakened Living takes into consideration symptoms, lifestyle, emotions, environment, and individual experiences to determine the most effective treatment to obtain healing and make you feel better. Acupuncture is a safe and pain-free way to help your body heal. After your acupuncture session at Awakened Living, you'll walk away feeling healthy, relaxed, and balanced. Traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture works well on its own or with other treatments at Awakened Living. Schedule an appointment with me today at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today, showers and thunderstorms after 4 p.m. with a high of 76 and a low around 58. Sunday, the thunderstorms continue with a high of 69 and a low around 54. Monday will be mostly sunny with a high near 74 and a low around 57. Eat Local Minnesota is a great way to find locally owned Minnesota restaurants. Make sure the money you spend stays local. Featuring great restaurants such as Burger Moe's, The Bad Waitress, Cafe Latte, and more. Find a full list of restaurants at eatlocalminnesota.com. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about anxiety, depression, and we hope to get to sad. (laughs) There are some medical causes of anxiety that we need to cover. A lot of times when something happens to your body, the chemicals kind of get out of whack everywhere. So some of these might include heart disease, diabetes, Thyroid issues, respiratory problems like COPD and asthma, drug abuse or withdrawal. There's so much that goes on during that to your body. Alcohol withdrawal, anti-anxiety medications like the benzos. They tend to cause and heighten anxiety and they lead to depression, which they don't always tell you. But this is one of the side effects, one of the things that happens. Chronic pain or irritable bowel syndrome, or rare tumors that produce the fight or flight hormones also. Side effects of certain medications, and there's so many of them, you know, that one of the side effects is anxiety. Make sure you look to see if yours is, you know, drug-induced from medications that you're taking or if there is something bothering you. So it may have a medical root. Root, do not rule this out, especially if no relative in your family suffers from it, you didn't have it as a child, and you don't find yourself avoiding things or situations because of anxiety. If it comes on suddenly and you're going, what is going on? So if it seems unrelated to life events with no previous history of anxiety, then you know it's probably something else, and you can look into that. 
We've all heard studies where um, people with chest pain, which is a heart sign of a heart attack or a heart disease, go into the clinic, go into the ER thinking that they're having a heart attack. And 43% of them are found to not be a heart attack, but in fact, a panic attack by heightened anxiety. Anxiety feels interesting in the body, Michelle. It's, it's sort of a feeling of, I am not safe. I'm not in control. And think about what that does for a type A personality. That's a big one. <laughs> that would really be intense, right? Or I'm not sure where my boundaries are here or what you expect of me. Those are things, whether it be in a relationship or at work, those are things that are really, you know, can cause some high anxiety. What can we do about it? Well, one of the things that both Michelle and I talk about a lot is staying active, exercising, get those, you know, hormones calmed down a little bit, gives you some good feeling hormones, avoiding caffeine, stop smoking if you're a smoker, <laughs> making sleep a priority. We talk about that a lot. We have a show on that. And maintaining a healthy diet is really important, too. There are actually foods that can help you eliminate or lessen anxiety and depression. Journaling is huge. Guided imagery therapy you can use to assist you in lowering it or getting rid of it entirely. And then we, we do a lot of aromatherapy in our clinic. So green apple, lavender, chamomile, majorum, thyme, or basil work really well for that. We've talked a lot about breath work in many episodes, and your breath is with you at all times, and you can learn how to regulate the stress by changing your breathing patterns. And on a previous show I mentioned, we talked about journaling a little bit and the work of Julia Cameron, and it's the 25th anniversary of her book entitled The Artist's Way. It's a book that encourages creativity, but more importantly, it's a 12-week course that helps you connect with yourself in much deeper ways than you may be currently experiencing. Knowledge is power, and when we get to know ourselves on a deeper level and work through the exercises that she has listed for each week, the anxiety then becomes replaced by a deeper inner knowing, which gives you more confidence, and it's very powerful. And I think that's why this book continues to flourish after all these years. We have so many other things, too, that, you know, the far infrared sauna in our office is something that we really use a lot for people with anxiety and depression. Connecting relationships are so important. Humor, massage, music, nutrition, writing, taking time for yourself every day. We use heart math and the alpha stem. We'll try to explain some more about that, biomat and meditation. All of these things help you control or lessen feelings of anxiety. Let's move into depression now. Depression is a feeling of sadness, gloom, even dejection. It's a condition of general emotional de dejection and withdrawal. And it's a sadness that's greater and more prolonged than warranted by any like outside reason that you can think of. Some symptoms of depression might include discouraging, feeling that discouragement, despondency, Everything looks bleak. There's no cheer or joy in your life. A heaviness of heart, dispiritedness, melancholy, gloom, dreariness. What really is depression? It's a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest in things that used to bring you joy. And I think when you hit that part, you know you need to check into something a little bit deeper. It negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and a decrease in a person's ability to function at work and at home, in relationships. It may even lead to feelings that life isn't worth living, but remember it always is. We have, have to remember that. Emotional health is critically important. There's some facts about depression that I think are interesting. You may only have a depressive episode once in your life, or you may have it multiple times. 
in many different episodes. Symptoms occur for most of the day, almost every day. Depression is more than just feeling blue or feeling sad. It's important to remember that it's not a weakness or something that you can just simply snap out of. I think whenever somebody says snap out of it, I think of Cher in the movie Moonstruck where she hits Nicolas Cage and she goes, snap out of it. It's like, you can't do that with depression. It's not an option. No, it isn't. It takes work. So in order, though, for you to have a diagnosis of depression, it must the symptoms must last for at least two weeks. And if that's the case for you, the diagnosis will be easy to make for them. And like with anxiety, there are other things that can mimic symptoms of depression. And so depression can actually be overdiagnosed at times because other things are overlooked. And so things such as brain frog, crankiness, gloominess, unease, even worry can stem from other issues, from the gut, from the thyroid, from the the hypothalamus, the adrenals, all sorts of things. And so there can be other physical roots and hormonal imbalances that lead to those feelings as well. And so making sure that you're covering your bases and looking at all the different elements that could feed those feelings of distress and apathy. And, and many times in an appointment, there isn't enough time for someone to ask you questions that would better help them understand. For instance, we've done a show on isolation and that would be an, a very important one to listen to if you feel that you have anxiety and depression. Because that might be the root cause, you know, of some of the depression. Well, that could lead someone to come at it in a different way, you know, than here's a pill. <laughs> Correct. It's lifestyle medication, right? If we If we start asking the questions of all the different areas of everything that's going on, what's happening, what are the foods you're eating? Just like with anxiety, are you exercising? Are you moving your body? Are you connecting with people? Start asking those questions, seeing what areas of life are affected, and then maybe making some changes there and see how you feel. It's not always a brain chemical imbalance that people are dealing with. And when we use that as the number one go-to, we're really doing a disservice for people to say that, nope, there's just something wrong in your brain and this chemical isn't being made when we overlook absolutely every other element of their life to really determine what is going on here. Right. Some other things that might be people might be experiencing are... A slowed down feeling of thinking, speaking, their body movements movements slow down. Feelings of worthlessness, guilt, fixation on failures, on the past, not on the future, or you know, or the moment right now in time. Self blame, difficulty concentrating or making decisions. That's a really good indicator of what's going on, also. Or at the very extreme, thoughts of suicide or death, talking about death a lot, that type of thing. Or unexplained physical issues like back pain, headaches, and there's no real reason. There's actually really interesting information about inflammation in the body. So a perfectly healthy body, if exposed to high inflammation, will go from having no symptoms of depression to having major depressive order symptoms. Not just depressive symptoms, but major depression. Mm -hmm. And so there was a study done with uh, people who had hepatitis C, and they were treated with a pro-inflammatory drug called interferon. As many as 45% of the individuals treated developed major depression within a small amount of time frame. I think it was less than a week of taking that drug. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And so when you're talking about the back pain, the neck pain, the brain fog, all those sorts of things, inflammation can also be a root. Yes. For so many things. Yes. And so the foods that we eat, you know, one wonderful food, little tiny blueberry, is great for anxiety, for depression, for turning the body around. And it's really important to pay attention to what you're putting inside your body. It makes a big difference. You know, and 21 and a half million Americans, 18 or older, have been affected by depression in our country in the last year. So think about that. That's a lot of, a lot of people. So we've talked a lot about the causes of depression too. Hormones is one. 
Um, talked about brain chemistry and anxiety, but that's also the case for depression. So everything that we've talked about in anxiety also applies with depression. Again, some people believe it's inherited that, you know, and others do not. Think about things that also trigger it, like low self-esteem, those types of things. So if you know that you have self-esteem issues, what can you do for yourself to get out of that? There are positive things that, that can happen. We want to make sure that we address suicidal issues and feelings with people, and we'll be talking about that some more on the next segment. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find our podcasts on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. In our busy, fast-paced world, sometimes we need the time and space to figure out the deeper questions in our life. In a safe, non-judgmental atmosphere, Life Coaching with Connie at Awakened Living will help you gain clarity in your life in an atmosphere of guidance, support, and affirmation. You will explore who you are and who you want to become to be the best version of yourself. Connie at Awakened Living will guide you to find the wisdom within you and follow that wisdom in all areas of your life. When you fully understand who you are and what you believe, life can take you in directions you never imagined. You will be gently challenged to grow and learn that change can be good, especially when done from inside. Every choice that we make is a decision about the next step in our lives. And it only takes one step to start a new and incredible journey. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. That number again is 952-452-8583. Or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Pride Weekend is almost here and there is something for everyone. From the Friday Night Beer Dabbler on the 21st featuring 50 local brewers to Pride in Concert on Saturday, June 22nd in Loring Park with the headliner TLC. And you can't forget about the Rainbow Run leading into the Ashley Rooks Pride Parade on Sunday, June 23rd. This is a festival and celebration you do not want to miss. Get your tickets now. VIP is still available with free food and drinks. Go to tcpride.org. That's tcpride.org. We'll see you there. On June 16th, say thanks, Dad, with the Park Tavern. From 11 until 2, it's the Father's Day Barbecue Buffet. St. Louis-style ribs, barbecue chicken, grilled burgers with all the fixings, corn, watermelon, all the sides, and dessert, too. Dad gets a free pint of beer and a T-shirt, and there's an hour free bowling with your reservation. $20.95 for adults, $14.95 for seniors, $10.95 for kids, and 5 and under are free. On Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park, on June 16th, say I love you, Dad, with the Father's Day Barbecue Buffet at the Park Tavern. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awaken Living. Did you know your body is constantly affected by the wear and tear of your daily life? Whether it's repetitive patterns or straining from activities, it's important for us to take care of our body, as we only get one. Most people view massage therapy as a luxury, when in fact it's a necessity for having a healthier body. Benefits of massage include stress relief, alleviated pain, decreased muscle tension, improved sleep and posture, improved circulation, release endorphins, and increased relaxation. As a certified massage therapist, I specialize in deep tissue, reflexology, rehabilitative, Swedish, and prenatal massage, working with clients throughout their pregnancy. I will provide you with a healing massage unlike any you have experienced. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Schedule an appointment today at 952-452-8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Welcome to Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we've been talking about anxiety, depression, and SAD. And 
We talked a lot about in the first part of the show what to do for anxiety, and the same holds true for depression. Once again, we have so much information, we're kind of trying to kind of move very quickly through things now and hit a little bit more on seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. It's a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons, and people who have it usually have it during the same times every year. And it starts in the fall and continues into the winter months. It can cause depression in early spring or summer. And the symptoms usually get progressively worse as the season progressives, progresses. So similar to depression, you can get that the feeling of sadness or just a depressed mood, loss of interest or pleasure in activities, changes in appetite and sleep. Uh, people tend to normally sleep a little too much but not feel rested from the sleep that they're getting. Feelings come up maybe of guilt or worthlessness, trouble concentrating, um, and even thoughts of suicide and death. It can actually become that severe. Right. And we will be having a whole show on suicide not too far from now. (laughs) Something to think about. Um, Sad may begin at any age, but it typically starts when a person is between the ages of 18 and 30. And one of the best therapies for it tends to be a light box. And there are parameters around a light box. So if it's something you feel you're being affected by, you should definitely check with a practitioner about what that would look like. What I find interesting about SAD is that in Chinese medicine, there is the concept that our bodies and our emotions follow the seasons. And so winter is a time for hibernation, uh, rejuvenating, resting, recouping all your energy and everything you might need for the upcoming warmer months so you can be out and doing things. And I know we've talked about this in other shows. We live in a society that's go, go, going. And so we don't know sometimes how to listen to our bodies when it starts to go that direction. We're like, no, that's not where I'm supposed to be. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And we sort of fight that. And so sad really is a you know has gone further than just fighting those feelings however if you think about it that way it can help a little bit as you move through the process of my body needs to be doing something different than my mind wants it to be doing right now Um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't treat it and we have lights that keep us awake longer you know we don't listen to that and it's possible you know we really need that vitamin d from the sun and if you live north of atlanta (laughs) Right. You're going to have some variation of this, or you have the success. You have the possibility <laughs> of being able to have this and experience it. So we can do some things, and like you said, not you know the light boxes are wonderful, but not all of them are created equal. You can order some off of Amazon. Make sure you do your research. If you can see, not everyone does specialize in this type of therapy Mm -hmm. so it's really an important thing also to think about again some factors are family history bipolar disorders they kind of go hand in hand with this that's another risk Um, living further from the equator and more women are likely to experience this than men which is the same with depression so take these symptoms seriously as with other types of depression it can get worse and lead to even greater problems if it's not treated it has social issues with it substance abuse can increase other mental health disorders anxiety eating disorders can also increase and as with the anxiety and depression, it can also be a misdiagnosis of other things. So making sure you're covering your bases there. So sometimes hypothyroidism, hypoglycemia, mm-hmm. mono, sometimes viral infections can mimic some of the symptoms that come up with these issues. And there are blood tests that can help you test your thyroid and get some of these answers for you. The way the box works is using it in the first 30 minutes of the day is usually the most beneficial. And so a lot of people that I know use it as they're eating breakfast, you know. And sometimes I know a couple of families that just have it in the island on the kitchen and everyone's sitting there eating their cereal together. (laughs) (laughs) So it's an easy fix. You know, it can help a lot. Sounds like a good way. Yeah, it's a little family time also, right? Yeah. So also one of the therapies is vitamin D. (laughs) 
I can't stress enough, you need vitamin D for so many functions in your body. It also helps you alleviate depression or stay away from the depressive moods. It helps you to release weight. If You cannot do that without vitamin D. There's so many different things that vitamin D is, as a supplement, is good for. We need that. So if you're not using one right now, check into a good one. There are other methods of supplementing that can be very helpful for each of these situations mm-hmm. that we've talked about and some overlaps. So things like magnesium. Are you getting enough magnesium? That has a lot to do with mood more than we would probably give it credit for. Um, ashwagandha is an amazing herb. It's an adaptogen. So your body kind of utilizes it where it's needed to help balance things out. So it's a lot of great benefits for mood via your hormones and um, your adrenals and all sorts of things. Uh, so talk to someone, find find ways that you can nutritionally uh, exercise wise. What are some of those lifestyle tools that you can use to help combat and be proactive, really, is probably the better way to talk about it. Be proactive in your health and so that you're not coming up against these things. If you know someone who has depression or seems suicidal, please continue to reach out to them. Isolation is the worst thing that can happen for them. And if you feel suicidal, reach out to someone. There are people that do care. And in our clinic, we help with a lot of these issues. We have supplementation that can help with feelings of depression, anxiety, that type of thing. But also we have life coaching, spiritual coaching, guided imagery, acupuncture. We have the biomat and the alpha stem. The alpha stem puts you in the alpha state, that calm place that you so desperately need at that time. Massage therapy as well. Just giving yourself some space to calm down and relax and let go. Right. All of those work hand in hand to do that for you. And physical touch is another thing that's really important too. So if you're isolating, you know, you need physical touch. Come in and get a massage. It's, again, one of the proactive things that you can do. It helps your immune system with everything also. So join us next week. We're going to be talking about pain the different faces that pain presents itself in, and what we can do to combat it. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic, or to register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you today for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you.